this the dark side of that shit you said a couple weeks ago. You want in on all scams if you got some nigga shit to sign me up for? I want to hear. Uh, you want to hear it? Here it go. Yeah, man. Just talk to me about the scam. You know what I'm saying? If it sound good, then it probably not good. <laughs> like that's the whole thing about a scam. They always gonna sound good. No, man. Some of them sound bad. And then then be the shit that you that probably fuck around and work out. Like, yo, this not it's not, it's not bad at all. <laughs> like, why niggas afraid of hard work? Not even hard work. It's like regular work. Like, what? Because it takes too long. It don't. You get paid every two weeks. Come on, my nigga. Like, it's motherfuckers out there touching paper every day. Who? Niggas in the streets. It's not real. It's not. That's not a thing in real life. It is. Niggas that sell drugs touch money every day. Niggas is not selling drugs like that. The niggas who the, the quote unquote niggas who got the money is running scams. And that shit is not a long term thing. Niggas that run credit card scams still touch money every you have the ability to touch money every day. And I'm gonna touch more money than you touch. Cause you're not gonna make it that long. Jay, if I get ten iPhones and get them bitches off, like that's 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 10 racks. And all right. So one, no. And why buy an aftermarket iPhone for $1,000? Uh, maybe you sell that bitch overseas because it's cheaper in America, whatever. But side note, that's the reason that iPhones cost so much now. And you can't get the bitch for $200 no more because niggas was quote unquote cracking zeros. Uh, they'd go get bones off the street to get a $0 um uh, zero money down, yeah. yeah, and that's why the carrier subsidy shit went away. Like niggas abused that shit, and, it, and it's over with. And some niggas bought for that one summer, and then what happened? Like you find a new hustle. No, you go to jail. Like ain't nobody going to jail for no fucking iPhones, man. Nigga, nigga, it's a you, victimless crime. Like, are you in real life? Do you not believe that these niggas is going to jail? Niggas going to jail every single fucking day on that scam shit, dog. Like every day. Yeah, like, getting like big scams. No, like. small scams. Niggas are going to jail. That shit is can be traceable. Anytime they want to put your dumb ass in jail, they're going to put you in jail. Because all I got to do is say, when did this phone get bought? Oh, at 4 p.m. at Target? Let me go look at the camera that was pointing at this fucking register. Anytime they want to do that shit. Now, is insert bank here going to press the button and pick every single person because every time you do some credit card shit somebody physically doing something so what happens is you got one nigga who stay out the stay out the stay out the, the he don't go in i send the runners in i send you state to stay with all the pieces and shit like that because that's uh that's some corner boy shit you niggas is not making no money on the corner dog like in real life you a corner boy you got a lot of money in your hand it's not yours you know what i'm saying like a lot of these, I know some people who who do some shit like that. Like, that's not your money. You know what I'm saying? And, like, these niggas really do be getting caught. Now, I guess you'd rather get caught doing that shit than get caught with a pound of cocaine or some shit like that. But how long it take you to get caught? Easy. I'm telling you, dog. I used yeah, to work in banking, too. Like, niggas get caught yeah, all yeah, day. Yeah, if you're trying to day. use four or five cards in the same target, but, like, spread them bitches, spread the love. It don't matter, my nigga. Like, technology is getting smarter. Like, 
so for an example, you can't even use my Apple card if I'm that if so my Apple card, the debit card, whatever. I mean, uh, uh, the, now they got it where uh, electronically, the, you know, the little three digit pin number. Yeah, that shit change every month. You know what I'm saying? So you if a nigga end up getting your information, that shit change periodically. Also, you can't even swipe this fucking card if I'm not near my phone. It's like, yo, nigga, you're not even near your phone. This not even you. You know what I'm saying? Like that. This shit is about to so be. So do, do you think that's the the move for all cards moving forward? Uh, whenever they feel like stopping all this shit, they can do it. It's not difficult. Like it's not difficult at all, dog. Like the second they want to stop that shit, it's over. And niggas get caught all day, every day. This is what niggas do for a living. And niggas get away all the time too, Jay. What I'm saying is, it ain't worth it. And like, I put like this. What's worth it to you though? Uh, I don't like a thief. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what kind of thief you is. I don't like a thief because if you steal, you kill. Uh, and like, I don't know what kind of shit you're gonna steal from me. Like, I know a nigga. Who uh I tell you how dirty niggas is. Uh, when I was working at Comcast, a nigga I know asked me to get some information and he gave me a name and it was another nigga I know, like his roommate. I'm like, y'all niggas dirty. I can't help you, my nigga. But like you trying to get information, like I know that like did you not know that I know this nigga first and last name? Like, yo, it's a dirty fucking game, man. And it's you can be a corner boy all you want to. You can be a corner boy all the fuck you want to. And the corner boys look like they doing, they look like they getting it, right? <laughs> Them because niggas be they, the first gone. I the mean, that's, first gone. That's just, that's just the, that's just how the business works. I'm a, if I'm a professional, I'm work for insert law uh, enforcement agency. This shit is easy. But you got niggas that work the black market and they work the dark web. It doesn't, it doesn't always catch up to you like that. I think you living in a fantasy world because even in drugs, that shit always catch up with you. It's the majority <laughs> goes to like, it's not, it's not, it's not a, a black and white. It's like, yo, how many retired drug dealers you like? That shit is not, a, it's not a thing. I'm, I'm not saying that. It, I don't know a bunch of retired drug dealers. I I, I don't. And I'm not going to sit here and lie. Like I know <laughs> niggas that made it out. And like the niggas who I've seen do some shit is niggas who got in that scam shit made a lick and then stopped. I took that legal, I took that money, opened up a legal business and I got my shit off. It's a, it's not lasting my nigga. Like these niggas keep going to jail. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? How much money I'm going to make before I go to jail? You might get shot. Cause if I catch you fucking around, like, like if I, I run a, I run a fucking business here, you run fucking debit cards and shit and the motherfuckers come back. I might fuck you up in real life. Cause you're gonna think you playing, you're gonna keep running some shit, you're gonna walk in the motherfucking studio and you didn't uh disputed some charges and you think everything all sweet. You <laughs> it's not. Like it's not. Everything is digital now. So yeah, all right, cool. You sell your little goods and services you got. Like I was just looking at shit today. It's not, but it's not on you to take to take out street justice. Says who? Nigga, you off- I'm I'm offended. You wrong me. I I'm losing money. You just said, uh, oh man, I slipped my mind that quick. It don't really matter. All I'm it's a victimless crime, Jay. Says who? You know what? That sounds like somebody who don't know what they're talking about, and not even like on a uh, 
like yo, I'm, I'm trying to roast and no shit like that. Like I don't, I just don't think that people have enough information. It's not a victimless crime. It's just not. Look, I know niggas that just like you that do things in order to make money, and a, and a lot of these niggas ain't never touched a jail cell. Yeah, they maintain and they live in decent, more than decent lives. Mm-hmm. The Fed's not worried about them. Mm. They're not worried about the three, four hundred dollars I'm bringing in a day. Okay. Everybody thinks shit is sweet. And then you NBA players, it's 18 of you niggas get pulled up today. Every them, day. Them niggas went too far. Every day, all day. If my job is this, I'm, 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 I'm ca- like, whatever you do at work all day, even if say you're an auditor, every day you find something wrong. Every single day. I mean, I, when, I, mean when I used to do call auditing, Every day, I'm going to find some fuck shit. Now, that doesn't mean that. So, you say you work in a call center, you do call auditing. It says fucking 50,000 calls a day, right? So, no, I didn't catch everybody today. But keep doing this shit long enough. When your, when your, when your shit run across my desk. You watch Ozarks? Yeah. So, what do we do with Aunt Maria? Like, we saw her steal the peso. She slipped $5, the $5 peso into a purse one time. Do we fire her? Or do we give her another chance? And like you said, no, we fire her because that's the first, that's not the first time she did it. It's the first time she got caught. Yeah. And then you, you going to get greedy because you have to do this shit in order to survive. This is not a one time lick. Oh, I just grabbed this shit. When you do, when you scam for a living every day, you got to get up and scam, right? Every day you got to get up and work, go to work then. What I'm saying is me going to work is less of a liability than a nigga that has to break the law every single day or you don't fucking eat. You putting your you putting the fucking hand in the fire too many times. How long you don't think you, how how long you think this shit going to last, my nigga? Oh, you bought the you bought the scan credit cards for 40 years and you're never going to get caught? No, you you got to you got to flip your hustle. Now, how many niggas you know smart enough to do that? Because the average nigga dumb as shit. The average nigga in Detroit, niggas don't even graduate fucking high school. They literally are dumb. Like our our our, our niggas don't even read at an eighth grade level. You know, it, it depends on what you're trying to achieve. Most niggas trying to live life. I don't, no, no, oh, I want to. I want to live lavish. Most niggas, once they get them a chally or or a fucking Hellcat, you know, get some jewelry, see Hutch, get some buffs. Like they've reached the pinnacle. Whatever they do from there, it's just like extra. They find living in a trap as long as they got a, a wide body and some, being, and some white not, sticks. You're not being, you're not being, you're not being realistic. You know, niggas don't stop at that. No, but I'm saying like that's that that be the bare minimum of what they want. That's and, and then you live in the Metro Detroit area, nigga. You gonna spend this money one of six places. I know where you gonna go spend the money at. You the mall, to, you the jewelry to store. You gonna go to Somerset? I know the jewelry stores you're gonna go through. No, act like I. Don't act like I don't have access to them cameras. Son, Hutch. Yo, all I got to do is sit on the fucking internet now, my nigga. It's easy to spot you niggas. Because you got way too... It's one or two things. They buy you an F and N. It's one or two things. Either all this jury is on monkey shit and it's fake as fuck. Or you doing something illegal. They getting taxed. You know what I'm saying? Either either all these the, the Rolexes and the diamonds and the chains and everything, either all this shit is fake and it's full gazy, 
or you doing something illegal. And it's really fucking easy for me to figure out what you do for a living. If I'm do that for a profession, I'm just a nigga on the internet and I know who into shit. The niggas I don't even know in real life. So if I know it, I know the police know it. All I'm saying is this. I don't know when this shit happened or when it when it was cool or who made this acceptable, but like don't nobody want to work. Don't nobody want to do nothing. Don't nobody want to earn nothing. And that shit is tearing down our society in real life. Because don't nobody want to be involved. Nigga, this, this, in order for life to move on, to for shit to happen, like somebody got to go to work. Somebody got to have a fucking skill that earns money. Like niggas don't know how to do nothing. Niggas can't read, can't write. <laughs> Focus can't get no job. You just, you, you, man, you know, I grew up hard, man. I grew up in the hood. The scamming and scheming is a skill I, also, Jason. That shit ain't a skill. This shit is easy. Doing it well is a skill. All right. And, and we already have established that niggas is not skillful. It is. You know where we live at? <laughs> these niggas is not skillful. Some of these niggas like the scamming shit is an art. It's an art. What's the art? You go get a fake ID and you go punch some fucking numbers. You a runner, nigga. You a corner boy. If you are the one that's going inside of the store with a fake ID, you are not on the top of the food chain. You are that you are not finessing nothing. You are at the bottom of the barrel. Somebody else got you going that shit. And if you're doing it yourself, nigga, what is wrong with you? I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I work for myself. I'm an entrepreneur. Well, I, all I just say is this. That shit is detrimental and that shit is damn near anti it's anti-black. <laughs> Cause we pushing all the niggas to go run in scams. M Doc is full, nigga. Uh Frank Murphy is full every day. Niggas don't take no day off. Otis got everybody picturing that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you ain't you ain't see my man it's on Facebook. You ain't seen my man online. Niggas is going to jail. Like, don't get this shit confused. Like, oh, police ain't arrested. Niggas are getting arrested every single day and they telling. Oh, you gotta just look at you can even look just look at crime in a D how many niggas face be on that bitch. And that's just one Instagram account. <laughs> like that it was enough to be enter- entertaining for some life. Niggas is going to jail, my nigga. Well, all I'm saying is I just can't respect it if a nigga gonna scam for his whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like, God damn. Like, you don't like it's not even smart, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, you gonna get you get you find your little knack. You hit your lick. Cool. But this law of averages say this is not gonna last for so long. So let me take this extra. Nigga, I could take $60,000 and go fucking get a fucking Boston Market franchise or some shit. That's going to give me actual money. I don't even got to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, these niggas who so fucking smart and, oh, they figured it out. No, the fuck they haven't. You get a steak and shake 10 racks. I don't I like come on man my nigga what's going on nigga you for for 120 you can you 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 got a fucking 711 nigga them bitches make money just standing there yeah like so you so fucking smart you you got all this skill you doing all this extra shit you going to try to play in this little pond forever and you think that actual smart people actual engineers and people who are good in tech and write code 
can't figure out this little nigga shit that you're doing. But by the time they figure it out, they on to the Apple done figured it out. You can't do my shit. My damn, my credit credit card number changes every time I use it. You never act, you don't even have to fucking swipe a card no more. It's Apple Pay, right? So how do you pay with something over the phone if it changes every time you use it? You got to go into the app specifically and see what it is at that particular moment. Oh, okay. This is America's fault because we use this whole, this, this old 1960 uh, technology of credit cards and shit. A lot of people don't use it as chip and pen shit a long time ago, but this is some old outdated shit. But like, I, I listen to this. We're talking about today. We're going to be talking about like unpopular opinions and nigga, we ain't even did no intros. I'm just saying what we gonna what we gonna be talking about today. We can do what the fuck we want to do. I don't I don't I'm not beholden to any anybody's formula or or, or path. This is our formula, though, yeah. Jason. This is our formula. What I'm saying is we're gonna be talking about some shit today and and uh, unpopular opinions and, and 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 one of mine is this fast life shit that niggas. I'm talking about black people. Niggas have have uh, propped up is the reason that we fucked up right now, and we got to get over this shit, or it ain't gonna never work out for us. Anyway, let's get this shit cracked. <laughs> this episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't run without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, 313. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador. Your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you speak it on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 283. Yeah. On, on you hoes. Uh, yo, man, we back, man. What's popping? How was your week, my brother? Man, week was uh week was cool, man. I ain't got no complaints. Shout out to my homie, my little brother Verge, celebrating his birthday this week, man. Uh many more blessings. 40 more summers, my nigga. Uh yeah. You know, Verge not quite 40 yet. No, but I, I I'm, I'm still <laughs> blessing him with 40 more at yeah. least 40 more summers. For sure, for sure. Uh yeah, shout out to Verge, man. Happy birthday, my I've known Verge since he was like five or six years old. 
he was like the he was the little nigga on the block, and then like one day he just wasn't like a little nigga no more. He had his own crew, and like they just wasn't little niggas. We used to throw snow in Verge ear. <laughs> his ear. Yeah, man, we used to throw snow in a little nigga ear. I thought you said hair. I'm like, oh, that's why the nigga got the little curly curl away. We used to throw shit. snow in his ear. That nigga would march that ass in the house, and Verge Mama would come out and give us the business. That's what. That's one person that don't play yeah. Verge Mama. Yeah, don't nobody mama play. <laughs> she is the quintessential black mother. Verge Mama did not play about her baby. Man, when you know you younger, you think about like uh like friends and family friends like parents and moms and shit yeah uh like currently or back then we always just look at them as like old people adults shit like that niggas are probably like 25 but they was older like when i think of it my dad was damn near 30 when he had me he was like 28 i was shit 21 22 when i had my sons i mean it's 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 a gap my parents was 18 and 19 when they had my brother. So 21 bad. when they had me. What I'm saying is other parents, like I've seen, I saw pictures of my dad's 30th birthday. And everybody in them pictures look grown as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> full, like, full on beard. Nigga, my dad's 30th birthday was at church. Nigga, like, I, what? <laughs> <laughs> like it was at a, it was like at the. At the fellowship hall. Like, this is wild. Which that church, Spring Hill, uh, Seven Mile and uh, Greenfield was for sale right now. Uh, for like 550000 or some shit. And that's wild, man. Uh, uh, but that's interesting. Like. I wonder, like, and we always, at some point, when we was younger, you disrespected adults, right? It wasn't a bunch of children that was just, like, talking back to, to adults and shit like that. So, um, I wonder how adults, the the parents were in real life. I don't know, but it was, so, there was always, like, a, a, a different line of respect for adults at that age. Yeah, did, like... Did parents seem like just oh so old? Not really. Now that I, I I look back on it, but like just the fact that that was niggas wasn't gonna try Mister Johnson just because he was Mister Johnson. That's your dad. When nobody gonna try him? If he told you to stop doing some shit, you was gonna stop doing that shit. I think niggas look older too back then. I think like they don't make niggas like they did in the 50s and 60s. No, no and, and one thing that I do also think, I think our parents just really like about that shit. They grew up in a different era. It wasn't no, niggas weren't pulling out guns, they was putting their dukes up. And you was getting your ass beat. Like they just, when you when you grow up fighting, I feel like you have like a different mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not, you, you understand what a physical altercation is. I don't need to run, go get my gun. I put these hands up. When you grow up fighting, uh, maybe my response is, or else what? Or yeah, what? I'm willing to take it there. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to take any situation to a, to a, to the knuckle game. Now, good, bad, or indifferent, it also, whoopings back in the day, also kind of teach you to, to, to settle disputes with violence. <laughs> they do. You know what I'm saying? I know that's not that wasn't the intended thing, but like after you done something so egregious to me, like there gotta be some violence handed out in order for you to correct it. The, the way that you correct a, a giant overstep is I got to handle out some violence. That's probably when I started like tripping as a as a child. Once I knew like the violence had subsided, yeah. You know, all you can do is take some shit away from me. And I ain't give a fuck about that. 
Yeah. Once I knew, like, I, well, I don't know. I'm yet. too. I'm too old to get my ass whooped. Well, which, see. which in reality, you never really like. It's probably this. My dad just didn't. He ain't fucking feel like it. But you ain't never too old for ass whooping. No, my brother got too big for like whoopings. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, you're not gonna pull the belt out on belts and the pad, even the paddle. You know, once you get, you know, once you got a high school kid, damn near senior, and playing football like that, paddle shit don't work no more. I'll tell you what. Uh, whether uh, Mr. Johnson wants this information out, either one of them. I remember one time he put some gloves on and not no boxing gloves. I'm talking <laughs> about some work gloves outside. And just come outside. And I heard downstairs, boom, pow. You know the little, the, the metal yeah. poles that's in the basement that like keep the house up? Yeah. I heard noises and, and boom, pow, and pop, pop. And like, once the whoopers ain't work, Nigga got hands put on, right? So when one, they came up out the basement, though, they was in a better space. Both what? of them. No, one person was in a <laughs> one person was in a lot worse space. Okay, <laughs> the level of respect had been established. Uh, I'm not sure how how uh, legal or ethical that was, but it also taught me because he went. My brother went through all this shit, so I didn't have to go through it. Right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Wayne did that, so hopefully I, I got to go through that. You know what I'm saying? So my brother, right? So I was like, oh shit. Um, so that's what's next, because like these whoopers is kind of when I'm like, oh shit, well let me avoid the let me avoid the uh, the hands, beloved. You know what I'm saying? Like, and your dad being just 18 when he had your brother means that he was still like in whoop ass shape. He was like 35, <laughs> yeah. 34, 35. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when my brother, he's 18, still in good fighting shape. Like so, when my brother's 18, my dad is 36. So if it was young, that's a really even matchup. You it's think? pretty lopsided, actually. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not <laughs> it's pretty <even>. lopsided. <laughs> like you probably the, as a as, as like an adult nigga around them thirties, you probably the strongest that you gonna be. I always remember like I wanted to try my dad. You know, I felt like you know I was playing football in high school. I had a little weight on me. I felt like I could take him. I could take him. But you inexperienced. I, I am. But then I had a homeboy of mine who lived. Not too far. His dad was old. Like, nigga was on a walker when we was in high school. And I remember him telling him to do something. And my boy barked back like, fuck out of here. Like, that was basically the response. That old nigga beat the shit out of him. Came off of that walker and beat his fucking ass. And I'm like, if his daddy is like damn near 70 and all his ass like I can't I can't I can't hang with my dad. Man, I I've heard stories about my dad, you know what I'm saying, and the shit he do or did. And then I seen some little bit of shit like firsthand like, you know what? One, I think this nigga could be crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, it, what's really funny is like knowing my dad now, my parents now, I can't see none of that shit for them. You can't see it. And like when he with the, with the grandkids, they was I was like, yo, they so soft. Like they so soft with them grandkids. I'm like, yo, where 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 the, where the other thing at? Like he don't he don't it don't exist in there no more. Like, yo, my dad, when my kids would stay with my dad, he get up, make them breakfast. You know, they what y'all want to do today? Like this, I, who I didn't grow up with you. It was cereal, and that was it. That's what was that was for breakfast. Get downstairs and make you some frosted flakes. But you know what I what I what I actually think is. While a lot of parents are typically meaner, um, what would what, what would appear meaner and more physically imposing, and then when they get to grandparents, they're the exact opposite. 
It's because they really you don't like, have to raise your grandkids. It's not even that. I think they just they just know better now. Because I'm not a child no more. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, this shit didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think it. it when you're 19, 20 years old raising kids, you think you know what to do. Because this is my parents did to me. And this shit happens. And this is the thing that happens all the time. The grandparents always get the better or nicer. Clearly, I don't think the first one works. You know, I, I I remember the moment when I realized my parents are just like regular people. You know, you, you have this persona of them for your whole life. And then, like, I saw my dad in a vulnerable state one time. Like, I was probably in my mid-20s. And I'm like, yo, he just, he just like me. He just, he he got the same worries and, and all of that. But he has to project something else. But, like... You know, when we it got to a point like we both I'm grown, you know, I'm not living at home. I got kids of my own. I'm a grown man. And then like we this is just him. And it's like, yo, you 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 not this this super or mythical figure that I thought you was like you just a, you was just a regular guy trying to figure it out with two kids. Uh, I think I, when I realized or saw my dad like in a vulnerable spot, this was uh after he had a heart attack and, uh, you know, he was at home recovering and shit like that. And uh, somebody had called a crib, you know, it's, it means multiple phones in the house. Somebody, you answer the phone, dad answered the phone, but like I was still on it. You know what I'm saying? And it was like a bill collector, you know what I'm saying? Calling in about a bill, whatever. And uh, he was still recovering and we was like, uh, you know, um, yeah, um, you know, I, I had my wife give a call or blah, blah, blah. And um, you know, I'm recovering from a heart attack, blah, blah, blah. And that, that was the first time I ever thought, like, yo, yo, these niggas pay money for shit. Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this shit just done growing. Like, everything, because everything has just been handled, right? Yeah. Good, bad, or indifferent. Like, they went they just figure bunch, it out. They just went through a bunch of shit behind the scenes, and they never brought none of that shit in front of us, right? They ain't arguing in front of us, whatever. You, you can't, you you just can't take let it, the... We take it for granted. How the hot dog is made, you just assume, oh, they got it, or oh, they do this, they do that, and a little a couple of years later, when I when one of them wouldn't co-sign for me, right, for a vehicle, I took it as disrespect, moved out the house, stopped speaking to them, you know what I'm saying, and it wasn't until I was older, like, like I have no idea what was going on, you know, don't know what their financial life is like, don't know what they was working on, my un- one of my uncles had. They co-signed for him and that did not go the right way. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea what's going on in two regular people's lives. And they son, they didn't took care of for all these fucking years. Uh, they say no one time and now he don't want to fucking talk to you. He moves out the house and he's angry. You was sending, pouting. Sending messages in real life. I'm sending, my brother don't even live there. I'm sending messages to him. I'm sending messages to Netta because I'm, I was severely hurt. I was offended. You know what I'm saying? But like, I was also a child. Yeah. And didn't know what the fuck was going on. I mean, I was old enough. I'm 20 years old, 21 years old. But like, I don't know what I don't know life yet. You know, that's that's funny because like I had a conversation. Homecoming season is is coming up. My daughter want to go to homecoming. We trying to get her stuff together. And I was taking her to school the other day. And she looked over to me. She's like, I don't know how. Like just just in the middle of conversation, she's like, I don't know how you do it. But she was like, anytime I ask you for something, you always come through. And I'm back in my mind, like you don't know the you don't know the half, my nigga. You don't know what the fuck I be sacrificing 
in order to make sure that you can have what you want. But I'm glad that you see it. Yeah. I mean that 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 it's a thankless job. It is. Uh I can I can imagine because you just expect that your parents gonna do it. She asked she asked my 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 nine-year-old literally asked me for the same amount of money every week, just randomly. To her, it ain't shit because it's, you know, it's and not to say that I don't she asked for five dollars every week to, to play this little game that she got on her phone. Typically five dollars ain't shit. It's not it's not killing me. But like we'd all done been there. We're like, nigga, is is either eating or gas. And this five dollars is gonna do it. And she just expect that I'm gonna come up with the money when she asks for it. And whether I got the five dollars enough or not, right? When things are getting tight, I'm starting to all right, what can I cut down on? To nigga. You know what I'm saying? So like so I don't be in a fucked up position. That five dollars is not on the top of my fucking priority list. Right. For you to play fucking Candy Crush. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, some version of credit. It's all the same fucking game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga, I'm on. I'm on the phone with Comcast every month. How can I bring this bill down? And I want some extra. And I need stars. Mm-hmm. I need to reduce my bill by fifty dollars. And I need stars. Yeah, man. How you How you feel about BMF so far? Uh, I'm enjoying it, man. Um, I I, I kind of feel like this is the big meat story versus uh. It's not a, it's not a lot of not a lot of light on T. But this is only two episodes in. Yeah, so who knows? Um, and it's hard to tell the the BMF be the big meat. <laughs> Excuse me. Without T, so we'll find out. But I, I'm enjoying this so far. Um, I don't know how long it's gonna last. Not like as it's bad. But like we at least gonna get another season. Well, we get another season. What I mean is like, I don't know. This story spans thirty years, and I don't want no. I don't want no. Don't giant time jumps. Yeah, and it's very much so. This is very much so the infancy of the story. Like them niggas ain't rich. Yeah, what? (laughs) They doing all right. They not. They not at the height. We, of what we know, BMF. They're not the height as, as, as what it is, but like when it, when kids is uh, talking about this, the drugs that they dropped in the uh, in the in the spot was worth six thousand dollars. That's a lot of fucking money. It is in nineteen eighty six, six thousand dollars, and that's just one bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, six thousand dollars is a decent amount of money for two thousand twenty one. Facts. So like, I. <sighs> kind of like what I was talking to talking about before is for niggas to be so smart niggas is dumb as fuck niggas come from poverty get I'm talking about shit tons of money millions of millions and millions of dollars funneled through any in, insert city here whether it's Detroit whether it's DC whatever Atlanta. It millions of millions and millions of dollars funneled through a place where black people's historically have not had money and we ain't do shit with it but ball like the the scope of everything was i'm buying me some gold chains give me some cars fuck some girls and that's where it stops across the country nice house you know that's that's where it stopped Ain't nobody ever have an idea of like let me do something with it let me buy the block let me buy a couple franchises let me start a bank anything now that's a lot to to well this shit was started by kids but it was grown-ups doing this shit too right so it's not like yo it was kids eh, 
it was some kids involved, yeah. but there was some grown ass men involved too. Don't nobody got no little bit of wisdom? Like, don't nobody think five years ahead? Not 50, like, nobody got a five year? Everybody live in the moment, man. It feel good right now. I want that challenger, and I want some all-white sticks, my nigga. I want to be able to pull up to, you know, fucking, what's what's a hot-ass club? I want to be able to pull up the truth or the trust, and niggas see me doing it. They see me buying bottles. They see me get a section. Like, it's a movie. Yo, I'm doing it for the movie. And all this shit cover a place of lack. Right. Because I don't feel I got love. I don't I don't think people see me. I don't think that you care about me. You know what I'm saying? I don't have friends. I don't I I look poor. So I'm going to do extra so I can get this love, get this adoration, because if a nigga already got you ever see a nigga like, yo, I don't got a time. I'm about to post everything I do online. For validation. Right. I don't have to. Or someone like nigga, act like you've been here before. Act like you had this. Wasn't nobody ever acting like they had it before. Like everything I'm doing is so people can see me. And it come from a, a place of lack because you try to fill the holes. What were you try to feel whole? Yeah. And like, yo, we gotta figure out how to how to how to heal ourselves first, make ourselves feel whole. Let's say you're gonna scam, right? But if you feel the the missing pieces inside of you, and then you come into all this money, you probably gonna do something different with it. It ain't like yo, and that don't mean that you can't have a good time and pull up with all the shit. Cause I can pull up with all the shit, nigga. You have thirty two Benzes, like you <laughs> like thirty two of them. Oh, you got twenty eight watches. That's difficult to do when you live in poverty. Like, why don't you want better? That is wanting better for somebody, though. That 32 watches is my better. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's sad, though. Like, it's it's, it's cute to say. It's funny. No, but no. It's I'm, I'm, but I'm saying a lot. For, for somebody, that's they better. Yeah, and that because and that, they come from a place of lack. Now, I don't. we don't have that privilege. Like, we, we refer to, like, white privilege, right? What if you grew up in a situation where you wasn't never hungry? You know what I'm saying? Like, su- but success probably looks completely different to you. Yeah. So if I grew up in a spot, I grew up in a place where people love me. We wasn't rich, but like I never felt less than because the lights stayed on. There was always food in the fridge. I say you can't. You come from a two parent home. We took vacations every year. Who took vacations? You never felt unloved, and you never like you had decent shoes and everything like that. You don't come from the same place. So when you get a little bit of something. You don't do the same shit. Now, unfortunately, our communities, we come from a place of lack. We don't have this. Niggas are missing meals. But, Jay, I, I know niggas that come from two, two-parent two households, you know, both educated parents, uh, had went to decent schools, didn't have fucked up shoes, had good clothes. Yeah. And they still needed to touch. They wanted to because they was influenced by Want, what, what, well, what they it? wanted to touch that scam money yeah, because what's around you impacts you influence you this is my friends is doing all this shit and my friends are showing my other friends love that they're not showing me because I'm not in on this shit I want to be in but like the majority of our situation we didn't have a privilege when I say we I'm talking about us as a whole like 
the median income in the city of Detroit. It's low. It's low. Wasn't it less than like 30? It's like 20, it's like 20 something thousand. Dog. That's poverty. But but think about this. That includes all the rich niggas who live in Palmer Park and Palmer Woods and I won't say rich. Whatever. It, it includes the people who make a lot of money and live in the city of Detroit and it's still that low, which means it's probably lower. Yeah. But my high salary brings that low number up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like so that means you're not even probably touching 25. You're probably bringing in 17. That's household, too. Yeah. Household is everybody who lives in your home. So your household may bring in 15. It's six of y'all there. You know what I'm saying? Like in Michigan, the poverty line is $17,000 for the household. Like seven. A lot of us is living in poverty. Yeah. And, um, and unfortunately, that's why I'm cracking cards in order to make it. And unfortunately, we don't got to be right because one. Of show the, me, show me a better way. Hey man, your parents did a better way. It's not a lot of high paying jobs in the city of Detroit. What's high paying? Because it's not a lot of high paying jobs in the country. No, but like. Even jobs to really support yourself in the city. If you are working, say, at one of the big three, maybe Comcast, Quicken, the hospital, something like that, you probably be you, you able to maintain. Oh, I mean, there's so many different automotive suppliers and everything. That's a, well, I, and I kind of grouped that in with the big three. Like that's a, I mean, that's what Michigan gets paid off of, though. The majority of the people who work in Michigan work for one of them places. Even if you don't work directly for the big three, you work for a company who makes something that they use. You know what I'm saying? But what I mean by that is people have an unrealistic expectation of what people make. I hear this all the time. And I, I had a, an exchange with some stranger on the Internet. They posted about um, schools and teachers in Illinois and how much they underpaid. And they posted their they salary up there. Right. Mm-hmm. And like if you starting off with a bachelor's and this and this. You start off at, I don't know, 62,000. It was from like, on that sheet, it was like from 40 something or 50 something thousand, maybe up to like 80 to 90,000 or whatever. Um, and somebody replied, was like, well, I know people who make it off of that and they get paid out of 12 months and that's not a nine month salary. And they were like, well, yeah, but still, we should be getting paid more and this and that. And I get you. I'm not saying that your job ain't difficult and things of that nature, but I think you have an unrealistic expectation about what people make for a living. A little jaded. You know what I'm saying? Do you a know what jaded. the 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 average income, the median household income in the state of Michigan is like fifty four thousand. In the country, it's like fifty six. Like we have a, I, we watch television, we hear these. You know, I make. X you look at social days. media and we think that everybody is rich or that we all doing it, and we. We all struggling. And, and not even social media. You look at the exception and think that's how every everybody don't make six figures. There's not a other than probably Los Angeles or some, some Beverly Hills. Some There's not a, a city with a median income over one hundred thousand dollars. There's not a lot of them. Nah, like that's you, you have an unrealistic expectation and your eyes want things that your wallet can't pay for. Like so they find other ways to get it. Yeah, and that's the illusion though because you spend all your time trying to get some shit that yo this not even this not your lane my nigga 
you can't have a million dollar house. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like what we was talking about last week when Chuck was on here. Now it's kind of like, yo, we got to have some affordable housing in this neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Everybody who done bust their ass and did everything here. I went to school. I went to, I went to high school, all that bullshit. Then I spent another 10 years in college and wouldn't do all this student loan debt and everything like that. Now I make a good living and now I got to make way for the nigga who sell drugs so he can live over here. So he can feel like he's made it in life, man. Get the fuck. I'm going to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, this not your lane. You can, and I can afford to go somewhere else. Yeah. You can want it all you want to like, this not your lane, my nigga. Cause everything ain't for everybody. I'm not the, but again, who am I to tell you? Well, I'm a nigga who who just got logic, common sense. I can tell you, nigga, that's not your lane. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't you didn't develop a skill that that people wanted to pay money for. And so no, the 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 house in West Bloomfield or Bloomfield Hills, that's not your lane, my nigga. It but just, I wanted it look good. It do. You know what else? Look I good? want five bedrooms and the three car garage. But she don't want the work to come with it. It's like your daughter. Let me get five dollars. She don't know what you what it takes for you to make that five dollars. Yeah. You just look, I need it. Give it here. Not even that she need it. I just want it. I want it. This sense of entitlement that we are bolstering and just, we act like we don't know the consequences of this shit. We act like we don't know if we give a child everything they ever wanted without any kind of ramifications or, or anything. Like, we know this child you could You create pop- a spoiled, entitled, worthless child. Fucking worthless. Yeah. And it's supposed to be the, the 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 elders or the people who have actually did it. You learn something, and he's supposed to share it, so you don't got to go through that, right? Now we clearly know that that don't work. Throughout history, we always bound to repeat ourselves and fuck up. But like, I just it, it feels worse right now. It feels like there are more scammers than it was drug dealers. It feels like. There are more people unemployed right now than it ever been before. And it don't, and it's not because you have to be. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Balance of that, man. Yeah. Balance of that. And uh, I don't know, man. It's unpopular, man, but I'm not, I don't subscribe to this, 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 uh, this I want everything without doing nothing for it. Um, maybe I'm wrong, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. so we was talking about a little bit the NBA players, uh, uh um, scamming, scamming. Like you should be ashamed of yourself that you blew all that fucking money if you blew it, and if you didn't blow it, why the fuck is you gonna do some scams that'll put you in jail? And now you can't even access all the money. So I remember I did. I had a friend of mine that was doing a business deal with a uh, former NBA player. And he was, you know, he had managed his money throughout his career. But he was telling us, like, you know, how he has had to help out friends financially after they stopped playing. Because, unfortunately, due to bad investments, uh, bad movement with with their money, you know, after playing eight, nine years in the NBA, $30, $40 million contracts, they were essentially broke. And you think the scamming niggas gonna make it? (laughs) You know, it's easy for me to sit back and say, yo, if I have $40 million, how you end up broke? But it's 
it happens every day. You you buy houses, cars. Uh, you're not playing up to your potential anymore. And, you know, eventually your overhead becomes too expensive to maintain. I can't wait to find out. But I don't see that how out of fuck I can blow $40 million. Give me the catalog and I'll show you how daddy ball. I think it's very easy to blow $40 million. I didn't say it, was, it wasn't easy or it wasn't possible. I don't see how I could do it. Because, okay. like, I got a level of smarts, intelligent history. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, it's not like we don't know the, the downfalls of the NBA players and shit. And all. Like, goddamn, like, you know, two plus two is four. Yeah, but like if you if you young black, you come from a place of lack. That's racist, and you've never had. That's racist. You don't because <laughs> if, if a white person told you that shit, like, well, nigga, you, I'm assuming you're a gangbanger. Why you do it? What you live in this neighborhood for? How you afford to live here? You must be here for drugs. You come from this neighborhood. Like it's fucked up where you think we think, and if you young and black, you don't got free will. Like, I don't, oh, I, I lack the capacity to make a fucking sound decision because I'm young and I'm black and I come from this neighborhood. My bad. I thought I can do what the fuck I want to do. I just think that is, you know, while, while I would try my best not to lose 40 million. You're 40 years old. If you fuck up $40 million at 40 years old. I mean, I deserve whatever happens to me if I fuck that bag up. And I got no I'm never going to see it again. Jay, let me borrow 25. 25 what? 25 mil. She. <laughs> Help me get back on my feet. Put your people on. No, you're going to fuck me up. You watch Eastside Egg Roll? Put your people on. He was in here last week. Shut the fuck up. That's my nigga. Yeah, he was in here last week. I like Egg Roll. Uh, no. <laughs> but the, the, the answer is no. Jay, if I'm on my knuckles, you are my man. I'm not giving you $25 million. Give me 10. No. How how you expect me to get back on my feet? How did you get off your feet? Bad investments, man. I, well, I'm not I, gonna give you money to invest again. I know better now. Do you? I know better. I don't, I don't need to start platinum plus records. Just give give me give me ten million real quick. Let me get a house and a ride. No, you don't need ten million dollars to get a house and a ride. I mean, you can't expect me to move back to Outer Drive, nigga. You can stay in West Bloomfield without ten million in a. You know what I'm saying? This shit don't cost that much. Like, I know we we think it do. It my does. overhead. My overhead. I'm not responsible for that. You a man. You a grown up. I'll pay you back in six months. I don't think you have to. You can't pay me back in six months. If you can pay me back in six months, you can pay me. The, you don't need the money. I'm just. If, I, if I'm supposed to invest. So I'm supposed to give you. I'm about to do a bad investment like you did bad investments. I'm going to give you 10 million and you're going to give me 10 million in six months. Yo. If that would work, you should be up right now. What would you do in the next six months that you didn't do last six months? I'm not going to make the bad decisions that I made, man. man. It would be a bad decision on my part to give a nigga $10 million who just blew 40. It's a bad decision. I'm only asking for a, a quarter of that would money. Would I let you go broke? Would I let you be out there in the streets and living in poverty? No. Hell no. All right. Well, then give me five. I'm not giving give nobody. Give me five. I'm not giving nobody nothing. I'll work it off. I'm not giving. I work in the studio nothing. for free till we till I break even. Nope. Listen, man. I think somebody got to be held responsible, and I'm not responsible for no other grown man. Jay. Unless that grown man is my son, uh, my brother, my family, and not even Jay. Not but even you, that. you had you had the ability to reach back. You got the ability to reach back and help out. 
No, I'm not helping out. I'm enabling. That's not helping out. Nigga boo through 40? And now you want to take another 10 of mine? You don't know what I was you don't know what I went through. You don't know what I went through. I don't know what you went through. Because that's your struggle. <laughs> so you handle your struggle. <laughs> like what? When I let my nigga be out there in the street? Hell no, man. I got 50 rental properties, nigga. Here go one in, in West I, don't, I, I want my own house, Jason. Well, you blew your fucking money. That's not my responsibility to raise you. You know what I'm saying? Like, here go a fucking, fucking mansion. You go live in that shit. Here go the fucking keys to the car. Have that shit. Anything else out of that? It's a, it's a personal. It's an emotional attachment. No, I want it to be mine, though. Nigga, it's not. <laughs> but you still live in the same spot. Like, okay, let's let's just say it's yours. Like, what, what's the difference? I can use it to leverage something else if I had to. Yeah, man, I just think niggas be doing bad decisions. And you can't guilt trip a nigga like me because I have no heart uh, into, <laughs> like, <laughs> giving a motherfucking $10 million of my money. Like, it's, no. Nah. We built this shop talk shit. It's actually my money. Yeah, and you lost all yours. <laughs> it's actually mine. <laughs> you lost all yours. I see you in court, nigga. You spent it. I see you in court. If you make it there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if you keep threatening me, some of them bad decisions, we can make this shit look like, <laughs> yo, he went to Vegas one weekend, never came back. You know what I'm saying? Damon Petito. <laughs> Petito. <laughs> oh, shit. That's disgusting. I know. I know what it is. I'm sorry. That's a disgusting joke. Uh, nah, man. I, I just think that uh, we Speaking be, of disgusting jokes. <laughs> uh, we be enabling bad behavior. You feel me? And like, don't do it. <laughs> but uh, yo, man. En- enabling bad behavior is American as apple pie. What the fuck does that mean, Dame? That everybody does it. Everybody I, does it. I, I'm not. I'm your here. bank enables your bad behavior all the time. Explain. Your bank, not saying you per se. No, explain how do you, how how the bank enables your bad behavior. By giving an 18 year old a thirty thousand dollar credit card, that's enabling bad behavior. No, no bank gives an 18 year old a thirty thousand dollar credit card. No, they they just give you thirty thousand student loans. Yeah, that's bad behavior. I don't know that that's bad behavior. I don't know how smart that is. Well, given the history that most people who work in corporate America make all this money went to college, that it's a sound investment. Now, whether that's what you want to do or not, it's not. It's like yo, giving a motherfucker some money to go to college is better than me giving you thirty thousand dollars and telling you go be an entrepreneur, go figure that shit out. I give you the money for college. At least it got a structure. At least I know that in four years you will have this, and this is what the people who hire, you got to have one of this. They don't mean that you're going to get hired, but the people who are being hired for this position that you say you want, they have this credential. And you got a better chance of getting that than coming up with an idea and making it. Niggas always talking about, yo, if you get, I hate this fucking question, by the way. Well, what is answer the question? Yo, if a nigga get you, Ten million dollars today. What you gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna invest, nigga. What? Invest in what? <laughs> you got ten million. What are you about to invest in? That's that shit they feed us on on the TV. I'm not saying that you should go spend it all, but that's not the first thing I'm thinking of. I'm gonna go buy a house and a car. Now my investment will be a small, long term investment. S and P five hundred or some shit. The shit got a fucking. 12% return yearly. 
for the you know I'm X my I'm gonna get I can do something. But like the very I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a invest. Oh, so you about to gamble this shit? Because niggas don't have a plan. That's why niggas don't have a plan. I think that investment shit. That that's was, what it. That's that's really the secret. That's when you lose your money when you get it and you don't know what the fuck to do with it. That money gonna part real fast. Yo, if you don't know what to do with it, save it. I know niggas be like, y'all, you shouldn't put buy a CD. That's what the fuck you do. Ain't shit sexy about a CD? <laughs> you put in a hundred thousand in six months. You know baby? what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call James. <laughs> James, can you help me do something with this money? You put in a hundred thousand in six months, they give you a hundred and five thousand. All right, fuck it. <laughs> niggas don't like niggas don't like that slow money idea. You know, but you came up. So in real, all right, fine. You take a bunch of fucking money. You could buy a, a, a high interest rate, uh, high interest uh, CD, and then every year or whatever you cash it you take whatever you made and you go spend that shit and leave the rest of that money alone so to get some fucking interest and you spend that shit until you figure out what the fuck you're gonna do or guess what i figured it out right now if you gave me one million dollars cash money i would have i would not have to work again for 20 years so if a nigga give me 10 million if i don't invest nothing i ain't never working again a, a damn million dollars you're not gonna work for 20 years 20 years how that's $50,000 cash. That is the equivalent of making probably about $85,000 at your job after taxes you bring home. And if a nigga can't make it off of a salary of Jay, 80, 000, you're not, not going to be that disciplined. I'm disciplined now. A million dollars, my nigga, for, 20 ye- for the next 10 years? Is that what you said? Next 20. Nigga, Because guess what? Most niggas is never going to see a million dollars in 20 years. And you somehow I just don't think you're gonna be that disciplined. It sounds good on it sounds good in theory. What I'm saying is it till you see that building downtown. What I'm gonna do with the building? Nigga move shop talk move shop talk down there. Why can't I do that now with the fifty thousand? Okay. It it sound, it sounds good. I, I hear what you're selling, I'm just not buying it. I made I made this shit without without a million dollars. Why the fuck I couldn't put it somewhere else? Because now you have a million. Now we can get state of, real state-of-the-art equipment. This is like the same it. equipment every podcaster, the major. This microphone is what every podcaster uses right now. This mixer and the one in there, that's what they use. This is the state-of-the-art we, equipment. We can upgrade it even more. To do what? It, there is nothing make else. Make it sound more digital. I don't know, nigga, but we can make it better. But see, that's the difference. I do know. <laughs> I do know. Like, you know what I'm saying? But... That's just like like you wanting to fail. Nah, I couldn't do it. You ain't going to see a million dollars in 20 years right now. And most niggas won't. Not from your job. Unless you hit the lottery. After taxes, you are not seeing a million dollars in 20 years. I just don't think a million is going to float me for 20. Has it, I, have you touched a million dollars in the last 20 years? No. And you got five children and you fucking make it. For, and you give her five dollars every week. Look at you, nigga. <laughs> you're, you're doing it but now I need different shit no you don't need different shit and guess what that's still more money than you probably making right now cash I'm gonna need at least a half million dollar house at least niggas have when you buy a half million dollar house you don't have to give them a half million dollars I know you dollars. don't give them a, it's, you finance it I, I, I understand that but. you can still do that and live off a million dollars I hear you once you buy the vehicle I'm, all the interest and shit that I would normally pay is out the window because I cash out on it, right? So I'm saving myself 
$18,000 over the life of a, instead of me financing a car for 60 months and paying an extra $18,000 in finance charges. Oh, should I just saved myself $18,000? I'm better off. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, oh, if I buy a house outright over 20 years, I'm better off. I got my, so when you, it's like this, you win a lotto, you're taking your money up front or you getting an in installments up front. So what's the difference, my nigga? <laughs> you got to do the shit. You got to, you got to manage that money for life. What's the difference? I mean, I know I might die. I don't, I don't, I just want them. I just want it. I want it. That's the only difference. I want it. I want all my money now. All right, so what I'm saying is if a nigga gave you a million dollars, you can live off that shit for 20 years is what I'm saying. So I know for a fact if a nigga gave me 10, the first thing I'm not thinking of is how do I invest this? <laughs> I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but that is not the first thing that's crossing my mind. I got to invest this. Hey, nigga, you going to invest in some tech shit, some widgets, some doohickeys? I'm investing in some shit that I know that's going to be there in 10 years. I would invest in Apple. I got stock in Apple now. Like, Apple gonna be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Nike ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Shit. Puma made $5 billion last year. Them new Pumas is kind of fly. No, let me ask you this question before we get into this shit. All right. Uh, this came across the timeline. I posted it on my, um, on my story, too. I forgot to, to, to hit the results. I want you to pick one of these, though. Pick your sneaker deal. Nike. They give you a $10 million contract and they give you access to every Nike shoe. That's deal number one. Uh, the Jordan brand deal, they give you $15 million and access to all Jordan sneakers. Adidas gives you $40 million and you can collab with Kanye West. Reebok gives you $60 million and then you get an additional 32 million when you turn 55. So that's roughly $92 million. Puma gives you $75 million and a 2% stake in Puma brand. And New Balance gives you $100 million and you own the entire clothing line. What deal are you taking? I'm either taking Puma or New Balance. Probably Puma. Cause if I blow that shit up, I'm a, I'm I'm on I'm on I'm on forever. I come out with one dog ass shoe and blow that shit up, and I'm I'm good for life. Let's say you don't ever put out a, a dog ass shoe. I, I think the Puma is still a very lucrative deal, and New Balance, same thing. Now I don't know no I don't know much about New Balance clothes, so I don't want to speak ignorantly, but. I mean, the upfront cash is good. 100 mil. I mean, yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, I wear it. I, I said Puma as well because I, I want $75 million upfront. I always like equity. And you then, can sell me on equity any day of the week. A 2% stake in Puma. So I did some good. I, I went and seen how much Puma made last year. Uh, and I actually seen how much Puma made from 2014, 2015, 2016. Niggas went from like $3 billion to like three point. For two, three, from three to five billion, they made more. They made money, more money every year since twenty fourteen. Five billion, two percent of five billion is a hundred million. 
<laughs> I'll take it. So hundred million yearly. Yearly. Yeah, my nigga. Like this is not even fucking close. <laughs> Fuck some shoes. <laughs> Fuck them shoes. <laughs> but like niggas looked at that shit was like, yo, Nike though. So like this is what we talking about though. Right. I mean, because Nike is popular. You know what I'm saying? That's the popular opinion. This is what we've been kind of talking about. Like, and guess yo, what? With my Puma money, I can buy all the Nikes I want to. And and at the long term, like, I didn't go to a four-year institution, right? Um, and a lot of people who didn't go to a four-year institution they will tell you how college is a scam. It's, it's, it's this. It's not that. Yo, this is a boom, boom, boom. And then you look at around and do you see the successful people in the country and the motherfuckers all went to college. Well, unless you like the one of one, the tech billionaire or something. Crazy entrepreneur, yeah. yeah. Outside of that, like, yo, the engineer at Ford, GM, Chrysler, who make extra, oh, they went to college, my nigga. Yeah. And they make, and they live in the place that your scammer and your drug dealer nigga want to live in. And I do that shit with health insurance and 401k. <laughs> and like, this money ain't going nowhere. I'm going to be getting this shit, a yearly increase of it, matter of fact, every year for the next 20 years, the next 30 and years. And I drive my nice B- Benz 550 to work. <laughs> like, y'all, it's just a better investment, dog. Like, But we don't be, t- we don't, we don't have that conversation. We have. Because it takes too much time. And niggas be like, I ain't got that type of time to waste. Yeah, you But do. you look up in four years and, you know. One nigga's walking across the stage with a diploma, and one of y'all is. Unless you're about to die in history, I mean, this, I mean, black man at least, you're gonna be 76. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unless you don't get, once you get past a certain age and you out of the I'm gonna get murdered category, <laughs> once you're after 25, like, you're probably gonna live to at least 76. Um, outside of Corona, you know what I'm saying? Corona is. Niggas still get murdered, Jason. Yeah, but the like the likelihood of a person who is not am I gonna get murdered at the liquor store? Probably not because in my neighborhood it's a very small they, they deliver the wine to me. It's and I'm very, go to the liquor store. It's a very small chance. <laughs> yeah, my nigga, you gonna be here and you ball for those four summers? This nigga got thirty years worth of balling with a family with health insurance. We're nigga, going to Maldives next summer, <laughs> and it's my teeth is straight because you made all this money scamming. You ain't got no teeth. You need braces, my nigga. Like you need a side tooth. If I go to jail, oh, like where's your side tooth at? If I go to jail, they'll fix my teeth. Nah, some places, some jails will. Not in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> some jails. Maybe federal shit. I don't know. Uh, so listen, dog. This week, Dave Chappelle uh, released the closer. Yeah, his final um, deal. Final. I think this was the sixth one. He had a six six joint deal with Netflix. That's for that sixty million. Or was it four? I don't know. Whatever. It was the last. This is the final one. Though. Yeah. And uh, he said he's probably gonna chill for a minute. <laughs> he, uh-huh. he recorded this one in uh, Detroit probably about a month and a half, two months ago. Yeah. Uh, I a lot of Detroit it. dignitaries in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, I watched this twice. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, what'd you think? I really enjoyed damn near anything Dave Chappelle does. Uh, I think he's when it comes to the stand up thing, this nigga, this is where he excels at. He is the Michael Jordan of his genre. He is a genius when it comes to the stand up shit. Nobody does it better than Dave. I think so too. And um, what do you think is it about Dave? Because his comedy currently, 
and the comedy that I fell in love with and I, when I held them in high, it's two different things. I'm still very entertained by both. I think it's very straightforward. It's very matter of fact. And it's... Uh, it, it doesn't involve a lot. You don't you don't have to have necessarily a, a a high level of critical thinking. I think that this comedy can connect with any this style of comedy can connect with anybody. Yeah, I think I, I agree with that. Um, I think that Dave does the critical thinking for you and he's an excellent storyteller. So he's ex- he yeah. explains it in a way that anybody well, most people should be able to pick up and understand um, if you are interested in understanding. Some people have taken a position that I'm going to misunderstand whatever you say, no matter what. Um, I almost feel like these aren't even comedy sets. They feel more like humorous TED Talks. And that's not even a knock because I, I, I always go away with a different level of understanding. And I'm thoroughly enjoyed, entertained. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure how much people know about Dick Gregory, right? Love Dick Gregory. But Dick Gregory was a a very successful comedian and he stopped to be a full-time activist, right? Right. And when he would go to his lectures and everything like that, he would still do stand-up. Well, not stand-up per se, but he would still be funny with that shit while giving you the information. It's more like a lecture. Yeah. And um, I think Dave has blended that lecture, that comedy thing together. Seamless, yeah. Now, of course, it's not without outrage, fake outrage. I don't think anybody's really outraged. Uh, he let he he talked a lot about the um, LGBTQIA community. Um, well, that was the subject of it. I don't know if he talked about them per se. Cause that's, I don't, that, that wording is, yo, he's on them again. Like a big part of the act surrounded a story about someone from that community. So I don't want to say he talked about them, but like, it was just a big, that story, that storytelling aspect was, was the crux of the standup. He mentioned something in there as well. And he said that, uh, I don't think y'all been paying attention to me. If anybody who ever knows me, know I don't have an issue with the LBGTQ. My issue has always been with the white folks. Right. And if you listen to what I've been saying in these specials, I've actually been doing a little justice position of giving an analogy of using the LGBTQ, but basically saying, yo, this is some racist shit because it's the white men in that community who are doing the things that they're doing. Allegedly, whatever. Fuck the allegedly. That's what he said. Um, I want to know this, though. If you would like to be included, treated as equal. Why do you think you above being joked on? Like what other protected? So so can we not make jokes about black people anymore? Can we not make jokes about poor people? Can we not make jokes about fat people? About short people? About politicians? Like, if you want to be equal, why are you asking for special treatment? 
we can't make a joke about you? Ain't shit about your life funny? It's insensitive. It's different. The whole idea of comedy is insensitive. I'm ragging on somebody because they they, they stink. I'm ragging on somebody because you're too big or you're too short or you're not smart enough. Like for you to for, for you want to be included, right? How is it that nothing about your life can be made a joke? Because they don't they don't want their beliefs or their sexuality being being made fun of. But I make fun of heterosexuals. You know what I'm saying? You can't have sex because you're too ugly or your game is whack or insert this. Right. I can make a I can make a, 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 a societal observation about anything like. You're not doing yourself a favor when you're the only one that can't be talked about because now you look different. And I thought you wanted to be included. I want to be included to up until the point of ridicule. Well, that's what all of us, because as soon as a white person do a black joke, we get in our feelings. Right. Like, I mean, oh. but it's the same thing. Like, I don't you're not a part of my community to make fun of me. That's all it is. So it's a bunch of nothing. Yeah. No, it's because no one likes it when they're the butt of the joke. I will sit here and laugh at it. like you in a roast session. You laughing, you laughing, everybody getting roasted. But as soon as I turn it's on you. Di- it's different being roasted amongst your peers than as opposed to being roasted as somebody, by somebody that is not part of your, your peer group or your community. And that's and I think that's what the biggest issue is. I don't you don't have no problem with another. If me and you get to cracking jokes, we both black men. We don't have no problem with it. We know exactly how far to go, what buttons we can and cannot push. But let some white man come in here and start trying to crack some of them same jokes. He's not going to get that same level of leniency. Because he's not part of our peer group. So skinny people can't talk about fat people because they're not a part of it. Right. You don't like fat jokes. Right. I love a good fat joke, actually. But you should. You, they shouldn't. Until no. somebody makes a fat joke about you. And now I'm offended because, like, oh, shit. It's not like the joke's on you. You can't laugh when we when we talking about everybody else, because yeah. if 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 you and this bitch roasting everybody who come in there, and I'm laughing, I'm kicking. As soon as you look at me and you start talking about me, I want to fight. I'm the one that's wrong in this situation. It ain't you, because this is what you do for a living. Like y'all y'all signed up here and paid money for me to make fun of people. Like that's what we doing here so like yeah but it's just it's just, view, it's just viewed differently when you make in front of that group um I, i'm not with all this oversensitivity shit though you know what i'm saying and where you can't talk about this or you can't talk about that or we'll do something to you i'm not with all these threats and shit we're gonna cancel you everybody walk around this motherfucker so fucking scared to say anything about the lgbt you know what they're gonna do they're gonna take your money they're gonna do this they're gonna do this everybody walk like this is not now that's one thing i don't enjoy that the fact that comedy or certain aspects of it are pc I'm talking about comedy i'm talking about on this pod it's certain shit that we won't say on this podcast because we don't want to get in trouble yeah. With anything, because you're right. So, like, we could, I can be very candid and specifically say that quote unquote niggas from our hood is stupid. They got low education. They do this, this, this. But the second I say anything about another group, is yo, we might get in trouble. What that mean, I'll make the rules. And the and the and the, and the realty is 
Ain't no rules. You're right. Ain't no rules. You know, you know, one of my favorite comedians is Robin Harris. Uh, you know, and everybody knows him from Bebe's Kids, but I'm talking like the stand-up Bebe's Kids, not the movie, but the stand-up performance of Bebe's Kids. And it's it's always been near and dear to my heart. Just to tell a little little background about me, my mother was from Jersey. And like when we would go out there to visit family, you know, my dad would pack us up in a minivan. We leave around midnight, you know, because he got two small kids. He basically want to keep us quiet while he drive. And by the time we getting getting ready to wake up and get ready for the day, we damn we in Pennsylvania. We might be four hours away from Jersey. And I remember being young when my dad thought we was sleep, thought we was knocked out. He throw on Bebe's kids, and him and my mama would sit up front and just laugh and had had a good time. And in the back, I would fake like I was sleeping just so I could hear. Until you start laughing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so I could hear that shit. But, like, it always resonated with me because I remember how raw Robin Harris used to talk. Yeah. He would use certain words that, like, people are uncomfortable using right now, but they would fly out of his mouth. And, and you just understood that it wasn't meant maliciously. It was the part. It was common. It was it was funny. It was fucking funny. Yeah. Um. Similar to that situation is um how I listen to a lot of comedy albums as well. Um. When my father used to, we would drive down to Tennessee. We listen to Cosby. Listen Some to- of them Bill Cosby, them Bill Cosby comedy albums are hilarious. All of them are hilarious. All of them are. Eddie Murphy. Uh. We so it was Bill Cosby. Um, Mom's Mabley, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, my dad used to. He was heavy into comedy albums. He and he would record them from the. He would. My dad. No, think about it. He was in the technology as well, but in radios and shit like that. So we had like the the record player and then the tape deck. So he would take all his records and turn them bitches into cassettes. cassettes. And he had an eight track player and the whole lot. Like that nigga always low key. He always had all the music. That's where you got it from, man. Uh, now that I think about it and shit, but um. A lot of that shit. Now I heard some Robin Harris and shit too. Like y'all, this shit is just funny. And like when I left or stopped listening to it, like I never took that shit to like the real world and and expected the stories that Mike, I mean not Mike, that Bill Cosby was telling was like going to happen. Like I don't know. I just separated it. Like I, I remember listening to a, Dolomite, and I knew Sanctified Monkey was something that stayed amongst me and my friends. We didn't go. We you didn't go to school and say it. Yeah. Um. Why you think people are so afraid of the truth, or people expressing the truth? And like, if we have two different uh, opinions on one item, maybe it doesn't mean that one of us is wrong or evil maybe it means that we just have two different opinions and we should just agree to disagree agree not to talk to each other or not for me to go after you personally because i don't i think well i think that you, the way that you think is 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 wrong yeah like i disagree you disagree we both have a freedom in this country under the first amendment for us to speak freely and and, and disagree without one of us being persecuted I don't know why people get so offended by uh, a difference in opinion. I've never I've never understood the thought process behind that. And, you know, I've I've had people 
you know, even even to break it down simpler, ask about like our dynamic between me and you. And never did I ever think that like it was an issue. And I mean, it's not. But like me and you don't agree on most of the shit that we talk about. Right. We'll 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 quote unquote argue on the show and then walk out here like what you about to get into, Nick. I mean, we we <laughs> but people don't even realize like even behind the scenes, the shit that never makes it on the mic. Like we both have varying opinions on damn near everything. Yeah. It's very rare that me and you told the same line yeah. on something. But never did never do I look at it as a point of disrespect. Like yeah. oh, I ain't fucking with Jay because he don't. He don't agree with me. I think I think that dynamic is what what lets us be who we are, which lets shop talk be healthy. And what's so funny or not even so funny, but just what's natural is because we don't have the same uh, opinions or viewpoints, I end up learning different shit. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. I end up taking like, you know, Dame really do got like, oh, I got this from Dame because th- like you take. I hear you say certain things that I've said to you, like I've. Heard you use daemonisms and shit, and like you say certain conspiracy theories, and I'd be like, "Shit, I'd never thought of it th- from that angle." Like uh, we had Chuck on 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 last week, right? Chuck got a lot of different opinions on a lot of different shit. Absolutely. Like prior to the episodes that have aired, me and Chuck and sat in here and this motherfucker and argued for like hours. You know what I'm saying? To the point where it's like, yo, we both are bumping heads, and it's not like. We angry at each other, but like, like, yo, yo, you just don't understand. Like, no, you don't understand what I'm saying. But like, Chuck leave out of here and he'd be like, man, I can't wait to have him back on again. And it's like when you around uh, different opinions other than your own, it does. It, it you you do pick up things. Like, you know what? I get it. This is what I think, right? And this is how I view the world. But guess what? Someone else views the world differently, right? And it works for their life, and they and they manage to 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 be a productive member of society, and they, with a whole other viewpoint than yours. And guess what? Life continues to press forward. We really like when I think about it. Like we know some smart, argumentative ass people. Chuck, we about to have him on in a couple of weeks. The homie Tariq, uh, the other Char- Charlie, like <laughs> they they are they come across one way on the mic. But like these are these are very highly intelligent gentlemen. Yo, Charlie, the Detroit Charlie, that's a perfect example. Cause we sat on this motherfucking podcast and argued with this nigga for like two hours, and then as soon as the mics went off, niggas went back to normal and business conversations. Who 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 you not working? Who we working with? You know, it's 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 way more casual. Yeah, it's never any hard feelings. Um, and I don't agree with half. With over half the shit that that nigga says. But what I what I've I don't remember who told me this, uh, but I prefer clarity over agreement. Right. I like that because everybody can do to agree to disagree. There is there is like if there's no clarity, no, I gotta get this. Like this is it. It is what it is. You know what I enjoy? Like people that stand on who and what they are. You know, we don't have to agree on it, but like, nigga, this is what I believe and you cannot sway me. You can't move me. And I look at it like this, like something that's going on in the news right now about a nigga that can't be swayed, Kyrie Irving and this whole COVID vaccine. He's not answering one way or another. Has he taken it? Has he not taken it? He's explained his stance and what he plans to do and plans not to do. And he's standing firm on that shit. Andrew Wiggins. No, they Andrew took his shit. Did he? He did. Mm. Andrew was set to forfeit fifteen point four million dollars. 
He saw the light. He saw the light. I, I can't say what I would do in that situation. That's a lot of money. But if I already have $15 million and I already have enough money that I can, like, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to say because I'm not in that position. I mean, I, I, principles are principles. And some people, it doesn't matter how much money is on the table. They standing on principles. Now, you know, the NBA is going to make it difficult for Kyrie. They're going to make him a martyr if he don't take you know, they they going to ostracize him if he don't take this. Uh, Kill O'Neal talking about get him out of here, trade him. And- you, you, you're not going to be able to play in certain cities if you haven't taken it. He can't play in his own. Yeah. Toronto is talking about uh, uh, jail time for players that come in and have not taken it. Nigga, what? Uh, you can serve up to, I believe it's six months and a $750,000 fine. So this is one of these things I'm not budging on, Okay. You can agree to disagree the whole nine yards. I'm not talking about not budging on taking it or not taking it. I've never got on here and told anybody to do either one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole idea around follow the science, I can understand this whole mandate. If by taking the vaccine, it meant that you couldn't catch or spread COVID. And cause what we trying to do is eliminate COVID. Right. Um, if you said that every day before you enter this building, you got to take a COVID test to prove that you don't have it, because if we're trying to stop COVID, proving you don't have it is the best way to stop it. But that's not what it is. This seems like submission. You're going to do what I tell you to do, whether it does what I say it does or not. And you can even prove that you don't have it and you're still not going to do it. And we're going to put you in jail. See, that's some Canada shit. Um, sorry that you don't live in America. I don't I don't um I don't know. Maybe that's that's a part of your little free haircut that everybody says something about Canada, but your niggas don't even got free speech over there. Like y'all niggas don't like you can't have guns over there and shit. Like But you got free health care. Healthcare is trash. You get free health care, and this is part of it. You do it our way. Or you get fined, motherfucker. And this is wild. Take that ass to jail. This shit is wild. Like, it's a lot of things. Like, what? So, <laughs> I don't know, man. We can beat a dead horse, man, but I just don't understand. So, so, so Dave said one thing on there that it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to argue with. He said, there's not a person on this planet who didn't come through the legs of a woman. It's just science. It's just science. The thing, the one thing that we try to dispute. We got to follow the science, though. Ain't that what they tell us? Follow the science. When I say some scientific shit. Nobody wants to hear that part of the science argument. And that's what I mean by why is it so hard for people to accept the truth? Right. That doesn't mean that you're less than or like you're some, some somehow like a subhuman of some sort. Right. But if because the, the truth and inclusion don't always run hand in hand. Yeah, they can be separate. They can be mutually exclusive. You can be included. So let's just say you are a trans woman. You were born a biological male, but you choose to identify as a woman. You can wear whatever you want to wear. You can run through any kind of surgeries you want to. We're going to treat you the exact same the whole nine yards. But are we are now going to change what we know? is factually in biology 
and start teaching this to people, teaching this to children, teaching it to to schools and stuff, because the biology doesn't change. Now, who you are as a person, how you should be treated, the love, the empathy, the respect, the whole nine yards, that is mutually exclusive from just the fact that you were born a biological whatever you were. Right. Then you have the argument, well, well, sex and and, and bio, sex and gender is they've always been together. You can't think of another time where it's not even about you. Like mammals are two sex. All mammals. That's how they reproduce. It's male and female. You can't. So is is this? So there's a lioness, right? And there's a lion. We know what the female lions are. Have you ever asked them what they what they identify as? No, you you can look at them and tell that this is a female lion. But animals don't have the ability to change biology <laughs> to make to make to make a decision about their sexuality. A decision is a feeling. We're not talking about feelings. Your feelings need to be respected. Your feelings and your virtues that need to be respected. But science and vi- I mean, and, and biology is it, it is what it is. We're not talking about a one-off where you have somebody who is intersex because there's a word for it. It's called intersex or hermaphrodite and things of that nature, right? Right. That already exists. You're not saying that you're that because you aren't that. What you're saying is I'm a biological, insert this, I want to identify as that. Identify as what you want. Treat you with respect the whole nine yards. But we're changing the understanding of science to fit someone's feelings. And when you say that out loud, then there's something wrong with you. And like you are being mean or, or abusive to, to another person where like we just talking about the facts. Like because because we just got finished talking about COVID, like there can you can produce facts that says if you've had COVID, um, if you go by the NIH, you go by, go by the CDC, that your antibodies are stronger than what the vaccine would be. If you can go by facts, but we're not using that either. We're using feelings because I feel you should be vaccinated. No matter what. They give us facts about the vaccine. What I'm saying is they're not using facts for the 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 to the push man, it. The man the the mandate. Right? So to play basketball, you're gonna take this vaccine or you can't play. I thought you're trying to stop the spread of COVID. I can prove I don't have COVID with a test every day. But you don't want that. You're not even you're not, you're not even testing people who've been vaccinated when we know that vaccinated, fully vaccinated people catch and spread COVID. So you telling me is that we're trying to stop this. We're trying to stop this. So get vaccinated or you can't play. Fam, that, that, that's not the correlation. Too. The correlation isn't hand yeah. in hand. And we acting like it is, though. That don't mean you shouldn't get vaccinated. Right. That, that, that's not what it means. What I'm saying is don't sit up here and piss over the fucking fences. Tell me it's raining. These are two different things. No, no. I, do you completely. I completely agree. Like, it's OK to say what it actually is. And you shouldn't be shunned. Oh, you are anti this. Are you anti. No, nigga, I'm just telling you what the what, what what's going on. But it, it's, it's just not that simple. No, it is the 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 the. the the part that's not simple is no one is okay with hearing the truth. Have we become too PC? Yes. Yes. And when you say something that's truthful, 
You now, offend you. The truth is what offends people. Yeah. Now I'm not saying use the truth in a mean and vindictive, vindictive way. I'm not saying be an asshole, right? Um, and say, well, the truth is your father did cheat on your mom. You you bust in and tell a two year old that their dad cheated on. Like that's yes, that's truthful, but that's that's something different. Right. Not not I'm not saying bust into a LGBTQ parade and say, all oh, y'all is really men or all oh, y'all is really th- <laughs> that like what are you doing? Like you looking for trouble. Like that that is not the the, the Yes, it's truthful, but it's not appropriate. But if we're in biology class and we're talking about insert this, whatever, or if you're having a discussion specifically about this, if I got a we have a, a a discussion about basketball. Do you not want me to be truthful about the facts I'm about to say? Now, maybe we shouldn't have these conversations in public anymore. I have no idea why we having these conversations in public anyway. Um, just like just like we said, we like the Robin Harris shit. Like, you know, we were comfortable having making these snide jokes in private, and maybe that's that's what it's come to. Like, you know, certain things. We we not gonna agree. I'm not going to agree with you about what you feel about certain things. You're not gonna agree with me, and it's not that we have to agree to disagree. But let's just. But you agree to disagree on opinions. Some things is not an opinion. It's not an. This is not a thing. People agree I, to disagree on facts. Also, no, that means you lost. That's not an agree to disagree. What are you winning? What are you winning? The truth. <laughs> Either you made a statement that was not factually accurate, so you can be like, oh, let's disagree to disagree. No, nigga, you said something that wasn't true. I, and I get that. So they say something that's not true. You call them out on it. I got the facts that what I believe is to be true. But at the end of the day, you all both walk away with the same level of nothing. Depending on where this conversation is at. Now we just two people on the street having a social conversation. We two niggas it's in no, a barbershop. There's no it's it, one there's no reason for the conversation at all. You know what I'm saying? But like fundamentally I don't think we should It's just certain shit are, are we changing the rules of science for for feelings? We are. We in a fuck we we, we are. We in a we are in a in a place where I don't know that we can, we can come back. We are changing the fit we are changing the feeling. That's we a, are. That's a wild space. That's a that's a wild space to be in. But then you're gonna tell somebody to follow the science. Well, you can change your science based on how you feel if you got the right amount of people behind you. Like, and this is this is just the beginning of these things. Like this is this is literally the tip of the iceberg. This is because this isn't even a conversation that we were having five, ten years ago. This is the beginning. So how come Rachel Dolezal can't be black? No jokes. No jokes at all. How come she can't be black? That's what she identifies as. That's what she is. But it's not accepted, what I'm saying. This is a white woman. And black people was like, no, you're not black. And they will tell you why you're not black. Because, by some, nigga, you're white. How come? Because th- this is the tip of the iceberg. How come I can't identify as younger than what I am? I mean, because I'm sitting here looking at your facial features, and I know that you're not 22. Well, I know you got fallopian tubes, so I know you're not a woman. I, mean, I know you're not a man. I see you have a phallus. Pause. I know that you're not a woman. 
because it's going to be a slippery slope. When Going to be, it already is. When 22-year-old says, I identify as 14, and he gets with a young girl, and what you going to argue? Is it going to be science? That argument would be different. Why? Because we're talking. What's the standard? Like, there are universal standards. We can't have a conversation if there is no standard. I think people, when you talk about manipulating time and age, I think it's when, when people will draw the line. You should draw the line with the manipulation of the thing that creates life, a male and a female. That's the ultimate line, right? It should be. So it's like we're just picking and choosing. We, we're not using facts. And if you say something that's factual, that doesn't agree with the majority, then you're wrong. I just think that people don't want people don't want to offend the wrong group of people. But what's offensive about the truth? You don't that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. You can identify and feel however you want to feel. Like you, you shouldn't be attacked as a person because you feel that way. But we shouldn't change the laws and the history of biology based on how you feel currently. Because 20 years ago, we didn't feel this way. So That's how do we know? Point. What's offensive about the truth? I don't I don't know. I didn't. I'm not the creator. I didn't. I'm not God. It's you know all fucked up now. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. What's offensive about the truth is that you speaking it. That's what's that's what's offensive. Uh, I forget somebody, the gentleman who said this, man, he was basically it was like, if you don't push back strongly against things that should be pushed back upon years from now, when they become the norm, you can't say nothing about it. Like he had a chance to, like, what are we doing here? Well, I don't, I don't identify that these is my fingerprints on a weapon, your honor. You know, we letting it become the norm. We didn't push back hard enough. We we haven't been pushing back hard enough and we're letting it become the norm. Shit is wild, man. Uh, I gave my who's man's this already. Uh, these scamming ass NBA players uh, <laughs> who fucked their money up and or didn't and like, why did you think that niggas wasn't going to check? Like, you're going to put a bunch of false claims in for false dental work and shit that you didn't did up to four, $4 million. Twelve of y'all didn't rack up $4 million of charge. You didn't think nobody was going to check this shit with federal money? Because people get away with stuff. For so that's, that's, that's part of the hustle. You get away with it so long, you think that you above the law. But this they ain't shit, never going to catch me. But this digital... In paperwork days, analog days, maybe yeah, you got away with it. Everything is digital. I can I can get away with it for three years, nigga. The record is right here. It don't go nowhere. But, All your phone calls is recorded. But that's what I'm saying. Like people start getting away with it for for a certain time frame, they think I'm good. I ain't never gonna get caught up. They never coming after me. We straight, Jay. We straight. History has proven. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. History has proven we straight. that was a lie. Uh, listen, man, uh, y'all can keep running the scams up as long as you, you can make it. Uh, I got no sympathy for you, though. Uh, I don't. Um, I'm not one of the niggas who 
who fall down or be uh, emotional and shit. Like, yo, I did what I had to do to survive. You know what I'm saying? I pushed these, this. No, you didn't. You did what you did because you wanted to do it. A lot of niggas in your neighborhood didn't sell drugs. And they, they, they were just poor. They wasn't a man, though. They wasn't a man. And you ain't the man now. You ain't the man when it counts. I balled out for three summers, nigga. I'm a I'm a West Side legend. Hell yeah, from 17 to 19. I'm a West Side legend. And don't nobody give a fuck what you did when you was 19 or 16, <laughs> 16 17, 18. No one cares. You the, you the man that poke high. I had a new Hellcat every summer. Hell yeah. Now. I hit every chick coming out of truth. Now you just a nigga in M-Doc uh, talking to a young nigga, talking about what I, I man, I had it all. I had it all. I was the prime king. <laughs> hey man, sometimes that's enough for some people. That's unfortunate, man. I wish, I wish, uh, I wish stillness. I wish wholeness. I wish, I want everybody to be completed. I want to be whole. So you won't feel that you lacking something. You lacking something so much that you're gonna go break the law so other people can look at you like a whole person. Uh, unfortunately, that's the system that we was placed in through racism segregation, systematic oppression, slavery, all that shit, it boils down. But at the end of the day, everybody got free will and everybody make decisions. Um, and you make a bad decision, live with that shit. Bang the gavel on this shit. Uh, music pick. Music pick of the week uh, is from an artist that I've deemed a star here on Shop Talk Podcast. Babyface Ray. The name of the song is Ain't My Fault with Babyface Ray featuring Big Sean. And Hit Boy. Yeah, and Hit Boy. Got to put that in there. Uh, I guess I should probably uh, play it through the board. Connect this shit to the uh, Bluetooth. Yeah. I'll edit this part out. Silly ass, fuck up my mouth, smack that up. Yeah, it ain't my fault I got the glow and I can't get it off me. It ain't my fault these niggas ain't solid and they moving faulty. It ain't my fault I'm rocking Ricky, keep that blicky on me. It ain't my fault when I pop out nothing less than 50 on me. It ain't my fault that they got shifty on me. Tony Hawk, I'm used to niggas getting tricky on me. Party pack, told to take that when Diddy on me. Track hawk, I hit the pedal 360 on me. Ain't my fault my back got the whole city on it. Ain't my fault, my back got the whole city on me. Keep the thriller close, so I'm protecting my energy. My advice to you, don't become my enemy. Groupies grab me at my show, so I know that they feeling me. I just left them in her throat, girl, you know ain't no kissing me. Yeah, in the trenches, rocking Sean Bay, yo, shorty wild. I was quick to slam her like DeAndre. It ain't my fault you got your shit snatched. It ain't my fault you ain't had the money, go get your shit back. It ain't my fault I drew the blueprint, now I'm living that. Naomi Osaka Serena, we serving the plane with big racks. Got the baddest face down, ass up Since I got my tax up The most you ever made in your life I done made, forgot about it Had it stashed up Simple niggas simping over bitches I done passed up Real niggas going Yeah up. Yeah, Big Sean and uh, Babyface Ray Going hard on this shit, so And the video dope Yeah, it is, it is So, it's my music pick of the week Babyface Ray Future star from Detroit uh, Big Sean and Hit Boy It ain't my fault Oh man, I gotta use the bathroom like a motherfucker, man. Thanks for letting us know, Jason. Hey man. We at the end of the show anyway. 
<laughs> it's a pink lemonade. <laughs> Drinking brisk. 64 ounces of brisk. This pink lemonade brisk juice drink. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even call it lemonade. <laughs> Yo, man. It's your man, Dame, three underscores, 313. Uh, at me on Twitter, on Instagram. Hit me up. Talk to me. I talk back. Hey, yo, my birthday shit. I just want to. I just want to throw it out there. I have made birthday plans. All right. All right. We're gonna do. I am gonna do a dinner, and then I think I'm gonna do something at Navio's hookah spot. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm just waiting to finalize the date. Uh, and like, look, if you know me and you fuck with me, tap in. I give you the info for the dinner. I am not paying for nobody's dinner. Nobody's. I it's never, my birthday. I, I never understood. It's my birthday. That's, yeah. It's my birthday. I'm not paying for nobody's dinner. Uh, so tap in with me. I'll give you the info. We're probably going to go out the, the weekend after my birthday because my birthday fall on a Monday, which is an odd date for niggas to be out. So we're going to do that. we probably do something at Navio's hookah spot. I'm just going to follow up with my boy and finalize the uh, the details. And yeah, we're just going to celebrate life. Not the weekend before? That's Halloween weekend, nah. We adults. Fuck them kids. I don't I don't want Halloween to interfere with my shit. So that's how I'ma do it. Alright. Go ahead, Jay, so you can go pee. No, I thought you were gonna do your the blue. You, I don't wanna fuck it up. I don't wanna oh. fuck it up. Oh, uh speaking of unpopular opinions and shit, uh, I'm not with that pay for everybody food shit. I think everybody pay for their own shit. That's why I just wanted to put it out there. I, I never understood that. I've never went anywhere and expected anybody else to pay. It is my birthday. I am not paying for another soul on my birthday. I know this shit divides people up when everybody go on to a group dinner and like no one wants to split the bill and everybody like, yo, everybody just like, why should I have to do more work? Like you mean to tell me all 14 of us have to come up. Now we got to cash up and zeal each other. And this bitch just can't bring out a, a, a separate bill. Like they work here. That's what they do for a living. Absolutely. And why should like I, I, I in my in my heart of hearts, I've never wanted to go anywhere and wanted anybody else to pay for anything that I had. I always wanted to pay for my own shit. Now I know that that's like a controversy, <laughs> and I'm one of them niggas who like nigga, I didn't buy that shit. Bring me my. I had the chicken wings and the French fries. Be like, and that's oh, all I'm paying for. Nigga sound poor. No, bitch, you sound poor. You want me to pay for your food? The fuck are you talking about? Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, welcome back uh, for another intro. <laughs> uh, 183 weeks, 283 weeks in a row. Uh, we appreciate y'all, man. Um, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you're at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.